What's up? What's up, family? I am your host with the most, the fires jokes. Love me a fresh out the pack new pope. Even though I'm supposed to stop smoking, I am jukebox neek. <laughs> y'all, y'all will not believe how much I missed y'all, okay? I know it's not normal, it's not regular for a person to miss their family as much as I missed y'all. But y'all know I'm different. <laughs> if you've been rocking with me, you know I'm different. And if you haven't been rocking with me, you will soon learn I'm different. Shit. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about uh, my pet peeves, people's pet peeves. I took a poll on Facebook, got a couple answers of other folks' uh, pet peeves. We're going to elaborate on that a little bit. And we're going to talk about the riots as well as the other lives that have been taken after the life of George Floyd. The ones that are not being publicized and it took the Black Lives Matter uh, movement to bring them to light. We're going to talk about all that. All right. So for those of you who are new, I need you to grab your J or grab your wine, or pop that beer top open, uh, go to the refrigerator, get one of your daughter Capri Suns, or that juicy juice that you bought last week from Sam's. I need you to get that right now, because we about to do the countdown. Okay, and since you're new to the family, I'm trying to give you a little second to get your shit together. All right? Hopefully you got it. Hopefully you got it, because we finna get this countdown going, all right? In five, four, three... Two, one. <laughs> we are not from the same stratosphere. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm not from around here. Nah. Drink me some juice to slow down. Slow down. Drink anymore, I may drown. Oh, yeah. Smoking like something from Chinatown. Oh. Smoke like the train, leave a stench around. Don't like the talk, get the grinch around. Ice on my wrist, make a jingle sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. One of my pet peeves is, my pet peeve is people that beat around the bush. All right? When I mean that, I mean when a person want to ask you a question, right? Or want to ask you a favor. And they say, I want to ask you, but uh, I'm just scared of what you may say. Bitch, no, you're not. Because you called me to ask me. And reality is, if I'm going to say no, I'm going to say no. Regardless of how you phrase the question. Regardless of how you beat around that bush. No is going to be no. So chop the bush down and go on get to it. You feel what I'm saying? I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Don't don't sit and, and make me have to keep asking you, well, what do you want to ask? What what what's wrong? What do you need? Just ask me. Okay, just ask me. Cause if I need something, I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna ask you. I'm not beating around nobody bush. I ain't doing none of that. I'm gonna ask you. You feel me? Hey friend, I ain't get 20 bucks. I ain't got no money. I need 20 bucks. I got to put some gas in my car. You going to say yes or you going to say no? If you say no, then that means when your ass needs some gas money, I'm going to politely tell you the same thing. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> Not today. I don't have it. Can you wait till Friday? Because that's the excuse for get. Can you wait till Friday? No, bitch. Friday is no longer payday. People get paid Tuesday, Wednesday. If you got, what's that, Chase Bank, you get your check two days early. So come on now. Don't act like I don't know that you got a little money in your pocket right now. You just don't want to just say, I ain't got the money to spare to give you gas money. Because that's what I'm going to say. I ain't going to lie and say, man, I'm broke, dog. I ain't even got it. I'm going to say, man, right now my money is kind of tied into something. I don't really have $20 to spare. 
You feel what I'm saying? Gosh. I can't stand when somebody asks me to match one. And they pull up. And they got this little toothpick-ass blunt. But see, what they do is they wait till you roll yours up, right? They been in already pre-rolled theirs for they get there. You wondering, dang, why he ain't rolling up? Or why she ain't rolling up? You thinking, okay, maybe they waiting on me. Maybe they waiting on me to roll up. And then they going to go ahead and roll their J2. You know what I'm saying? So you go ahead, you roll yours. You know, you ain't rolling no, no toothpick because you don't smoke toothpicks. You know what I'm saying? You rolling, you a nice little J. And then you light that jam up. And when you get by midway, they reach in their cigarette box. Or they black and mild box. Or in their pocket. And pull out this little bit of toothpick blood. That ain't got nothing but about a point two in it. And they want to match that with your fat joint or blunt that you done rolled. Man, listen here. Listen here, rule number one, if we matching, don't pre-roll. Because for one, I don't know what you even got in there. And I think that's what they do. They pre-roll it because they know you're not going to smoke it and they get to keep it. You know what I'm saying? They get to take it home but smoke all yours. You feel me? So we need to be smart smokers. We got to be smart. Don't pre-roll before you come to my house to match a blunt. I need to see what you're rolling. I need to smell it. Oh, this some good loud. Because you might be rolling some mid. You might have a couple seeds in your joint or your blunt. And I don't, I don't want no headache. You know what I'm saying? So, rule number one, don't pre-roll. Rule number two, all right, if we're matching, that means your blunt need to match the size of mine. <laughs> your joint need to match the size of my joint. That's it. It is is no nothing else. That's it. We don't even need a rule three. Them two rules right there just make everything else obsolete. All right. That's it. Another thing. See, I got like three, four pet peeves. We on number three now. Number three is when somebody say they on the way. And it take them two hours to get to my house. For instance, man, you want to go to the club with me, man? At this party, if it'll be fine. Yeah, bro. What time you What time you need me to get ready, man? Shoot, I'm going to leave the house by 10 o'clock. I bet. So now at nine some you getting off fly, you getting ready. You you I'm talking about you, you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? You got your music going, cause now you get ready for the turn up after hit the club, hit the club, uh, uh, I'm finna hit the club. You flies up. Ten o'clock roll around, you like, okay, shoot, bro said they're gonna leave the house at ten. So they probably won't get hit about ten thirty. Cool. Eleven o'clock roll around, you like, damn. Hell going on. So you text him, hey, bro, ready, waiting on you. You don't get no text back. Then next thing you know, 11.30, come, hey, man, my bad, dog. I'm on the way right now, dog. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the way right now. See, what had happened was, uh-uh, save it. I don't even know what had happened. I don't want to know. Just if you're coming, come on, because, see, I'm finna be out the mood or going to the club. I'm finna say, don't even worry about it, because it's taking you too long to get here. And now, I done drunk about two bills. I done smoked another J. I, I'm already crunk. Got my music going. I got the club right here. So I don't even want to go to the club no more. Now I'm thinking, this may be a sign. <laughs> Who I feel like that? Now I'm thinking, this may be a sign. Maybe I'm not supposed to go to the club tonight. 
Maybe something going to pop off. And this is my sign to stay my behind at the house. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> pet peeve number four. My final pet peeve. The biggest pet peeve that there is. If you see me in the club and I'm at the bar, please, ladies, don't walk up to me and say, oh, where my drink at? Bitch, first off, can I get a hey, how you doing, where you been? I ain't seen you in a minute. I don't need your first thing you say to me to be, well, where my drink at? Oh, you got me one? Oh, that one right there for me? Listen here, lady. I am not the bartender. I'm not your best friend or whatever it is. I'm not your screw partner. So, therefore, your drink is with the bartender. I'm going to need you to go get it because <laughs> I don't have it. These two beers that's in my hand are mine. Or this beer and this uh, uh, Hennessy or Remy that I'm drinking, that's mine. It's not yours. I don't even know you like that. So don't come up to me at no bar asking me where you drink it. Listen here. If I ain't never, ever, ever invited you to my house to get a drink, then I will never, ever, ever, ever buy you a drink in a club. We are not cool. We ain't cool. I can't come up to you and say, hey, man, what you doing, man? Shoot, I see you buying your drink shit. Where mine at? Because then you're going to think I'm just a broke dude who ain't got no money. You're going to say, do you know who asked me to buy them a drink, girl? Nico. She must ain't got no money. I thought I thought she had money. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel about y'all. When y'all ask me, I be like, damn. She must ain't said that coochie enough. What going on? Because she ain't, uh, <laughs> she must be out of her mind. She think I'm finna buy her a drink. And I ain't, I, what I'm getting from her? Just being honest. And I'm not the only person think that. I think it's probably, let's say, eight out of ten people in the club, studs or men, that women walk up to and say that. And we think that. Now, don't get me wrong. You might have that dude who gonna buy you a drink because he just hoping, he hoping that he get some after the club. Or you may have that dude that you really cool with, your brother, your bro, whatever. Yeah, he'll buy you a drink. But seeing that I'm not your bro and I'm not one of the people trying to screw you, baby, you ain't getting no drink from me. Simon says, no. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. Now, I went to Facebook and I asked my Facebook friends, what are some of your pet peeves? One person said, it is when people lie. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's everybody's pet peeve. Nobody likes a liar unless you're a liar yourself. And even then, liars don't even like liars. So, I mean, that's like a common pet peeve. You feel me? Another person said, having a dirty kitchen is their pet peeve. They said it makes it seem like that. Their house is always dirty. If somebody walk in their house and they see their kitchen dirty, then it makes people think that the house is dirty. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Because if I walk in a girl's house and her kitchen looks a mess, not only do I not want anything to drink or eat from your house, but I might think twice about even sitting down on your couch I know I'm going to think three, four times about even going to your bedroom because your kitchen, baby, your kitchen. So I, I get that one. I'm, I'm with that one. You know what I'm saying? Totally with that one. 
Another person said, when people say things, <laughs> when people say things clearly wrong, meaning when a person knows they're saying something wrong and still say it, like pronouncing something wrong, you know, like they be like, man, folk, I'm out there junk, man. I'm out there junk doing my thing. You're fair, man. I'm out there junk. <laughs> you out what? I'm out there junk. No, but I'm out there, because it don't sound right to say, I'm in this joint. I'm in this joint doing my thing. <laughs> I'm in this joint handling my business. So they say, man, I'm out there joint. If y'all from the South, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm out there joint, man. I'm getting it straight over here. Boy, that joint blow. What? This joint blow. <laughs> That's just an example. I hear it all the time. <laughs> Black Lives Matter has to do with police brutality and the way that police and the law enforcement carry out their orders, the way that they handle their business. Not to mention, if you have five or six of y'all, it doesn't take a chokehold, a keg, and a knee on the neck to get a man to stay down. It does not. Allow me to paint this picture for y'all. You get off work after a 12 to 18 hour shift, tired. At this time, you and your boyfriend meet for a steak dinner, drive home to your east side, south side neighborhood where you fall asleep in bed. You later turn on Freedom Riders, a documentary from 1960, and you start to doze off again. You're awakened by pounding on your front door shortly after midnight. Your boyfriend decides to go up there. He says, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Nobody's answering your boyfriend while he's saying, who is it? So he reaches to the right to get his gun. Next thing you know, three, four guys in plain clothes rush in with their weapons drawn. You're not going to think that you're being robbed. You're not going to think that these guys are probably there to harm you. Yes, you would. And that's the case with Miss Breonna Taylor. After working hard, after helping COVID-19 victims, this lady went home, laid down in her bed, chilling with her boyfriend and some police officers with a no-knock warrant decided that they want to barge in her house looking for a guy who had already been apprehended 10 hours before time. So 10 hours before they decided to storm this lady house and and spray shoot up the house with 20 damn bullets 10 hours before that the man that they claimed they were looking for was already in police custody yet because her boyfriend was scared of intruders and he fired one shot they decided to fire 20 six of which hit miss brianna taylor while she was laying in her bed Violence Against African Americans is a familiar song. You know their names. Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, Eric Gardner, Breonna Taylor, 
Never before have the cries carried this kind of muscle. Among American voters, support for the Black Lives Matter movement has grown almost as much as it did in the preceding two years. Look at all of the people who are dying due to this and all of the people who are dying that are not getting any, any justice done, period. Another man. Sterling Higgins called the police in March 2019 and told them that someone was following him and trying to kill him. When officers arrived at a convenience store parking lot in northwestern Tennessee, they found Mr. Higgins distressed and yelling at a woman who he accused of stealing from him. Do you take medication? You need to, a Union City, Tennessee police officer told him. Something's definitely wrong with you. While investigating, they found out that he was not supposed to be in this store. So city police officers ordered him to leave, and he agreed to do so. But a store employee called them back, saying Mr. Higgins had gone into a storage locker and would not get out. When the police returned, Mr. Higgins told them he was afraid someone was going to shoot him. I'm scared, he told the officers when they found him in what turned out to be the freezer. They arrested Mr. Higgins for trespassing and took him to jail. When he passed the deputy sheriff officer in the hallway and briefly touched her, spoke to her, she shoved him. He grabbed her hair, refusing to let go. That's when they decided to step on him, step on him, and hold him down until he went limp. When they finally picked this man up and put him in the chair to roll him into the sober tank, he was completely limp, with foam coming out of his mouth. It then took them hours before they called the EMT to come check on this guy. And once they did come in there and try to give him CPR, he had already been dead for at least an hour. Now, this was reported by the New York Times. And they also have the video footage to prove it from the jail. So if you think I'm lying, go watch it. Again, that was Mr. Higgins, Sterling Higgins, a black man who was married to a white woman whose other baby mama was a white woman who also was a father of two. This man was mentally ill, and instead of them trying to help him, instead of them trying to get him, to, you know, send him to the hospital where he needed to be, they decided to arrest him Stand on his lower part of his body. Damn shame. The former officer accused of killing Floyd could get a 50000 annual pension. Even if the former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is found guilty of murdering George Floyd, he will qualify to receive what could amount to around 50000 a year in state pension payments. How much of that he will get, nobody really knows, since the members of Mr. Floyd's family are expected to file a wrongful death lawsuit against Mr. Chauvin and the city. They may be able to seize his pension distributions if they obtain a sizable judgment. Late Friday night in the parking lot of a fast food restaurant on University Avenue in Atlanta, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said Brooks, 27, was shot by an officer after he pointed a police taser at one of the officers as he was running away from them. Now, I want all of y'all to watch that video because the man that shot him was not even the man he pointed the taser at. 
when they shot this man, he was already turned around running. You have all these people in Wendy's drive-thru who seen this and you're trying to say that <laughs> this man shot you with a taser. First off, a taser is not a deadly weapon seeing how y'all are allowed, police, to shoot people with them at any time that you feel threatened. It is not a deadly weapon. But you decided to use deadly force and shoot this man in his back as he was running. Now, to me, that's sloppy as police work. What you you didn't want to run? You you were tired? Because I've seen a lot of foot chase and seeing that it was so many police officers out there, they could have, just like his lawyer said, cornered him. You know what I'm saying? Even if one of them had got tased. Keep in mind, the police force goes through training. They literally get tased just in case things like this happen. So getting tased wouldn't have been the end of one of the police life. Matter of fact, if he would have tased one of them while he was tasing that one, the other one could have got him down and apprehended him. But instead, y'all shot this man in the back. In the back. That's crazy. City officials in Palmdale, California, said on Saturday that they support calls by activists and residents who have demanded an independent investigation into the death of 24-year-old black man who was found hanging from a tree in a public square this week. The death of the man Robert L. Fuller, which officials initially deemed a suicide, has deeply shaken the city in northern Los Angeles County and has reverberated far beyond amid nationwide protests against racism that was started off by the death of George Floyd. Correction. It was started off way back when, when y'all did Trayvon Martin. We just died it down for a little while, you know, because we thought things were getting better. But obviously, things were just being hidden. Y'all was just, you know, digging that hole a little deeper and hiding all the crap that y'all were doing. Now, let's talk about the 80-something-year-old white man that the police decided to push down. This man was in a ride with us. He was basically supporting the Black Lives Matter cause when he started to walk towards the police department. It really looked like he was trying to walk around them because he kept saying something in the video as if like he was trying to say, let me get through here or whatever. But you see one of the officers shove this 85, I think it's like 80, 85 year old man. They shoved him. Boom. He went back like he was trying to catch his, his footing hit his head on the concrete. One of the officers stopped to help the man and the other officer pulled him up and said, keep going. That's when you hear the protesters saying he needs help. Call the ambulance. He's bleeding out of his ear. This man suffered brain injury due to the police. So when the hell are y'all going to understand this is about the fact that the police are doing things wrong. I've had a lot of conversations with people and it amazes me how when I'm talking to someone um, who's white, how they, they, they tend to try to make it seem like that this is all about us hating them. That's not the case. What we're trying to do is show empowerment in the black community because we don't have it. 
What we're trying to do is bring black people together because our unity is not there. We are not trying to discredit the white man or discredit anybody else. We are trying to get the credit that is deserved for us. We are trying to get the justice that is due to us. That is it. We ain't got no problem with y'all. Y'all can come riot and walk with us 24-7. We still going to shake your hand and talk to y'all and everything. We don't have a problem with y'all. What we have a problem with is the people who are who decide to do us wrong because the color of our skin or to treat us different because the color of our skin. Everyone wants to claim, oh, we all are equal. That's a lie. We are not all equal. Stop saying we are all equal because it is a lie. It's a lie. And I'm here to tell you that that is not true. Television is making this a race war. This isn't a race war. What we are trying to do is show that we do deserve better treatment in the world. That's it. Stop making it personal. Stop making it personal because it's not. Please stop making it personal. I have a lot of white friends. I have the person that I love the most, who looked out for me the most, is a white lady. And I will always say that. I love you, Miss Cotts. You are awesome. Because you have always been there for me. You are like another grandmother to me. And I will never, ever, ever let anybody harm you or disrespect you in any kind of way. And even she understands that this is not a race war. This is about us getting the justice that we deserve. Us getting the equal rights that we deserve. That's it. I will be right back to talk to you all about your motivation for this week. I had got a little upset, so I just had to take that breathing. But yeah, I'll be right back to talk to you about motivation, all right? Yeah, I'm on my level, precisely. Precise. Tell them get up out his feelings, he don't like me. What you eat don't make me shit, and hold up. What you drink don't make me piss, nah. Yeah, I'm on my level, precisely. Precise. Tell him get up out his feelings, he don't like me. He don't like me. What you eat don't make me shit, hold up. And what you drink don't make me piss. Speak up for yourself. You don't need anyone else to speak up for you and to believe in what you believe in just for it to make sense. If you believe in something, then that's what it is. You believe in it because it is dear to your heart. Do not be swayed because another person doesn't believe in what you believe in or another person doesn't feel exactly how you feel. It's a lot of people in this world that will not feel exactly how you feel about a certain situation. As long as you know what your point is that you're trying to get across, as long as you are firm in your beliefs, it doesn't matter what the next person thinks. They'll be okay. The way they see things is not important. This world is a box. It's a box. Yeah, people say, oh, the world is a circle. Yeah, okay, get. I get it. The world is a circle. All right. But what I'm saying is, The world in itself is a box, right? Everybody is supposed to live, act, and carry themselves a certain way. So many stereotypes that people are supposed to fit in. The world is a box. But guess what? Everybody will not fit in that box. Some people are different. Some people are born to be different. 
So don't feel like you have to fit in that box. Don't feel like you have to be that stereotype. And to my black people, don't be that stereotype. You have a voice that you want to be heard, let it be heard in a positive manner. Do it to where they can't help but to listen to what you have to say. Now, me personally, I am all the way 150% with Black Lives Matter. I am all the way 175% with the peaceful protesting. What I am not with is harmless people getting hurt due to this. What I am not with is breaking into people's businesses just to steal TVs or or just to steal equipment that you don't even need. If we are going to come together and unite, let's come together and unite and cut out all the black on black crime. We can't keep yelling black lives matter and at the same time we're killing each other we can't keep doing that no person wants to protest for something knowing that at the end of the day they can be on their way home and get shot by a black person and they were just protesting for black rights so if we're going to unite let's do that let's unite together but We also have to make a change. We want the police to stop killing us. We got to stop killing ourselves, man. We got to stop killing our family members because all of us are family. Maybe if we can show the police that we are united, maybe they will step the hell back. Maybe our voice will be heard even more than we can't change laws by breaking into stores and stealing TVs or or damaging people's stores and then damaging black-owned businesses, that goes all the way against the Black Lives Matter. Like, that goes against that. So know what you're fighting for, believe in what you believe, and stand strong on your belief. If you know it's wrong, don't do it. Wrong is wrong, right is right. So be the right. Be the right in your society. I love y'all, and until next time, I will holler at y'all every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I love y'all, and I will see y'all on Wednesday. Yeah, let's get something straight. I ain't like now. Nah, Hit them nah. first time. I don't even use my round two. She think I'm incredible. Point it and she coming real fast. So you know I gotta keep the engine running. Feelings I don't have now. Lost them with my granny. Now they labeling me crazy. And these haters can't stand. Get up out your feelings. Stay the fuck up out my business. This podcast is very good, Duke. Thanks for all. What up, homie? Yo, this your homie, yo, yo. Yo, I'm loving everything that you're doing on this podcast, yo. That last one, that was that was some real funny shit, you and old boy. That was some funny shit, bro. Keep doing your thing. Much love.